Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, Dr. Gupta. Hi, Sanjay. Hi, Sanjay. You know, one of my favorite things about hosting this podcast is getting to answer your questions. It's true. I love hearing what's on your minds, I've been inspired by your stories, and it affects my own reporting and how I think about things. My husband and I had a quick question for you. And uh, I have a question which is a three-part question. I have a hypothetical situation. Combing through my inbox this time around, it's clear to me what you're wondering about above everything else. Vaccines. I've been learning a lot about vaccines, and today I'm going to be sharing the latest information now that about 6 million of you have received the first dose of the COVID-19 vaccination. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. As you probably know by now, a few weeks before the new year, two different vaccines were authorized for emergency use. One from Pfizer-BioNTech and the other from Moderna. Healthcare workers and high-risk individuals nationwide have started receiving them, including me and my parents. They got their first doses in Florida after finding out that the local library had enough for 300 people. They arrived at the library at 1.30 in the morning, and they camped out all night as if they were waiting for tickets to a Grateful Dead concert, except they are in their late 70s. Again, the library had enough doses for 300 people, they were told, and they finally got tickets number 288 and 289. Here's what my mom said is the first thing she's going to do once this pandemic is over. Visit our family so we can see each other. (laughs) How long has it been since you've seen them? And last July, we saw them briefly. And here's my dad. We had a wonderful life here, you know, and uh, like to get back to that, you know. The reason they are vaccinated is because they simply got lucky. They found out in time to get in line. There's no question the vaccine rollout so far has been disorganized. It's been confusing to just about everyone, from my parents to Stephen Colbert. He asked me about it when I was on The Late Show last week. My, my the question is that, you know, I pay attention to this stuff. Um, I got a 91-year-old father-in-law. I have no idea how to advise him. I don't know where he goes. I don't even know if these things are available in South Carolina or where you would call to find out. It's, it's the communication that I find so, so um, well, it's upsetting. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that, that's, the, that's been the problem every step of the way. Since you and I spoke back in March, I think that's been the problem. We don't, you know, that, that's what it means when you don't have a national strategy. I know you have a lot of questions about this, so let me get to those. First, and perhaps most importantly, several of you wrote to me asking about transmitting the virus after you've been vaccinated. If the mRNA vaccines end up showing us that they don't stop an infection, but only stop you from getting severely ill, wouldn't we still be able to transmit to other people? 
can vaccinated individuals move around without masking or distancing restrictions? How long after second dose can they feel liberated to do so? Say that I receive both doses of the vaccine and wait two weeks after the second dose to reach full immunity. I could still potentially contract the virus, be asymptomatic, and be contagious, right? The short and crucial answer is this. We don't know yet whether you could still become infected and even spread the coronavirus after getting vaccinated. When we hear the vaccines are around 95% effective, you may be wondering, 95% effective at what exactly? The answer is that they're 95% effective at keeping you from getting sick, which is great, really important. But again, they may not keep you from potentially carrying the virus in your mouth or your nose and then transmitting it to someone else. So it is possible you could still spread the coronavirus even if you've been vaccinated. So until we find out or get more clarity, that is the reason why you're told you should still wear a mask, you should still practice physical distancing, even after receiving both doses. I hope that makes sense. Doesn't mean we're going to need to wear masks forever, but it's also not clear that the vaccine will prevent you from actually becoming infected. Now, as a healthcare worker, I was in the first group of people to get vaccinated along with other people in the hospital where I work, and I got my second dose of the vaccine three days ago. I am. I'm totally ready. <laughs> I'm not just saying it, but it really does not hurt. I'm still going to be wearing my mask everywhere I go. Even though I'm now fully inoculated, I could potentially make others sick. That's why I'm wearing the mask. At the current pace, it's probably going to be months before enough Americans have been vaccinated to get to this so-called herd immunity. Only then can we start lessening these safety protocols. Okay, next question. Hi, Dr. Gupta. This is Heather Doshert from Atlanta. If people are waiting in lines or struggling to get appointments for their first dose of the COVID vaccine, what is to ensure they get access to the second shot at the appropriate 21 or 28 days later? Is there a process in place to ensure people essentially get reserved spots for that second dose to ensure full inoculation? Heather, great question. And let me give you some background. Late last year, the Department of Defense released its plan for everyone who gets vaccinated to receive a vaccination record card. It's a piece of paper that will have the make of the vaccine received, the date of the first dose, and the anticipated date of the second dose. Clinics are also going to report to their state immunization registries, and many are asking for patients' cell phone numbers to make that happen. Every dose administered is going to be reported to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. But what's not clear yet is whether they're going to be keeping records of everyone who's been vaccinated. So to answer you, Heather, there's no unified system in place to ensure people will get their second dose of the vaccine at the right time, but health authorities are still working on it. At this point, it seems like they're really relying on everyone to keep track for themselves. So if you do get vaccinated... Hang on to that card and make sure you keep your second appointment. Here's our next question. Hi, Dr. Gupta. I'm Aubrey Gilbert, 13 years old, and I'm from Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And I would like to know more about the vaccine trials for kids 15 and under. Hi, Aubrey. Uh, another great question. One that I've been asked by my own daughters who are around your age. 
Pfizer actually started testing its vaccine on children as young as 12 back in October. So we could have more information about how it affects kids even within the next few months. Moderna also announced last month that it would begin testing its vaccine on kids ages 12 to 17. Here's Dr. Monsef Slawi. He's the chief scientific advisor to Operation Warp Speed's vaccination effort. He spoke about this on CNN back in November. We are planning to run clinical trials into younger adolescents, then toddlers, and then infants on a you know expedited basis over the last few months. I would expect that we can start immunizing them somewhere in the second quarter of this year, at least the toddlers, uh, you know, four or five years old, maybe even down to 12 months old. So, but we need to run those clinical trials, you know, on an expedited basis. Now, remember, COVID-19 hasn't affected children nearly as severely as adults, but they can still get it. The American Academy of Pediatrics recently reported that more than 2 million children have tested positive since the onset of this pandemic. And they're also thought to be potentially pretty significant spreaders of the coronavirus as well. Here's our last question. Hello, Dr. Gupta. My name is Arthur Levinson from Boca Raton, Florida. With a little over 10 million doses delivered, why have only a few million been administered? Well, Arthur, as of the first week of 2021, more than 21 million doses have been distributed in the United States, and only about 6 million people have received their first shot. Now, that's obviously a lot less than what officials had hoped for, and far fewer than the 20 million that Health Secretary Alex Azar said he hoped to vaccinate by the end of December. Secretary Azar has recently blamed the delay on the holiday season, as well as state leaders, who he said are being too strict about giving vaccines to healthcare workers first. Other experts have said there isn't enough federal money to support this unprecedented vaccine distribution effort. Some states are trying to speed things up. For example, Florida, which opened up vaccinations to people like my parents, who are over the age of 65, on a first-come, first-served basis. But I think it's safe to say that things aren't going well so far. At best, I'd call the effort disappointing. And if I could pin it down to just one problem, it's this idea that there was a handoff between the federal and the state governments. Operation Warp Speed got the vaccine to the states, but after that, the states were sort of left to fend for themselves, didn't have a lot of infrastructure to do so, and needed more money probably to make that happen. To speed up the distribution process, President-elect Joe Biden announced just a few days ago that he wants to release all available vaccine doses to states when he takes office. Now, remember, the current strategy is to hold back some of the doses to make sure people who got their first dose could also get their second. Now, this is a calculated gamble the president-elect is talking about. We're going to have to wait and see how and if it pays off. In the meantime, I think it's fair to say we're not off to a great start in terms of vaccine distribution. It's been disappointing. But there are signs that the pace of distribution and the administration of these vaccines will increase in the coming weeks. So keep taking precautions to protect yourself and others. Please hang in there. We're all in this together, and we will all get through this together as well. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening.
Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.